Shut up and sit down. Wild, wild journey. The NHL Stanley Cup playoffs. Three game sevens in the conference semifinals. Winners will move on to play in the conference finals before eventually playing for Lord Stanley's Cup. Jonathan Pariente, the beast of the East here. And you know what? I honestly never expected how exciting these NHL playoffs for 2020 were going to be. Didn't start out that way. COVID-19 came along. Season was in doubt. Weren't sure if the playoffs were even going to happen. Commissioner Bettman had to decide to skip the rest of the regular season, go right into a playoff series. Teams that were on the cusp got a chance to earn their way in. Everybody else goes home. No players tested positive, amazingly enough, despite doing these games in a enclosed area in a bubble, Toronto and Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. But it's worked out, and we've been treated to some very exciting and thrilling finishes to some great playoff hockey games. Two of which have gone final already. One is waiting in the wings tonight. Let's begin with the two that did finish up. The Las Vegas Golden Knights took an early 3-1 series lead, only to see the Canucks make a comeback, force of seventh game, backs against the wall for both teams. There was the Golden Knights that rose to the occasion, shutting down the mighty Canucks 3-0, and they move on to earn the first of the two spots for them on the Western Conference Finals. Earlier this afternoon, the Stars and Avalanche played a Game 7. Now that series was very, very interesting because it was an unlikely hero that emerged in that series. It really was. A young kid named Joel Kivaranta, who was originally coming in as a replacement for this game. And in the biggest game of the Dallas Stars season, he had a hat trick, including the game-winning overtime goal. Those are the moments you only dream about when you're a kid. And for him at 24 years old to do it in a big game, you tip your hat. It's incredible. So the Dallas Stars will meet the Golden Knights in the Western Conference Finals. Which brings me now to the third game. The winner of which will play the Tampa Bay Lightning in the Eastern Conference Finals. It's the Islanders and the Flyers. Honestly, crazy how quickly that series turned. Islanders looked like the dominant team. Took an early lead, frustrated the Flyers, playing a lockdown type of hockey. Shutting down the opposition, good goaltending, playing great defense, blocking shots, timely goals. And yet the Flyers did not back down. Elaine Vigneault working his magic. The Flyers have won the last two games. Both were in overtime. In fact, all three of their wins in this series have gone to overtime. And now here we are, a game seven, to determine who moves on to the conference finals. Two very different coaches, two very different styles, but for Game 7, one of them is on the line. Honestly, could one be without a job 
on the losing end of this final game. Let's dive into this series, and let's dive in it the right way. A 180, because exactly this is what happened. One team, the Flyers, pulled a complete 180, and now the Islanders have to figure out how to put an end to it. Let's start the clock. So the Islanders, who looked like they had this series wrapped up, went up three games to one, and now the Flyers have come all the way back. And you have to wonder now, could the Islanders be starting to tense up in a big moment? Now, Barry Trotz is no stranger to playoff hockey. He's won titles. He has a great style to how he coaches. But you have to wonder now, are the Islanders starting to feel the pressure? You do have to wonder because now there's no more safety net. Game 7 is coming up. If the Islanders do not get out to an early lead on the Flyers, this series could very much be over. The Islanders have to continue to block the net. Simeon Varlamov has to see very few shots for this Game 7, which so far he has. But you also cannot allow the Flyers to even have the littlest bit of space. Give them even the smallest opening, and they will find a way to surprise. The Flyers are no strangers to being down backs against the wall in a series. They've proven it. 2010, the Flyers were down 3-0. They came back to not only win that series, they went on to play in the Stanley Cup that same year, only to come up short. Alain Vigneault is no stranger to being down in a series. Let's go back six years to when he coached the Rangers. 2014, they were down 3-1. He rallied back the Rangers. They went on to play in the Stanley Cup final that year, only to come up short to the LA Kings. The Islanders are also no stranger to being down in a series either. The 1975 team came back from 3-0 down to win. They have won four consecutive Stanley Cups in the 1980s. This team, both these teams have a rich history and they know what it takes to win. And now that's all going to get put to the test in game number seven. The Islanders have to stop the Flyers early. They have to score early and at will. If they can play the frustrating type of hockey they did on the Flyers in the first four games, then the Flyers will have no shot. But now, the wheels have come off. The gloves are coming off. All hands on deck. No holding back. The winner of Game 7 goes on to play in the conference finals. Can the Islanders get back there for the first time since 1993? It's been a long time, and we'll see if they can do it. And that was your Downtown Sports 180. We'll see. We will see if the Islanders have what it takes to go all the way. I feel this could be the game, Game 7 where if the Islanders win this, they just might do it. But we won't know. Only Game 7 will give us the final answer. Jonathan Pariente, the Beast of the East here. You can listen to me 
and my co-host, the mouth of the South, John Schiavone on Downtown Sports. We are on every Tuesday, Wednesday with live rants, episodes every single week. We are on 10 different platforms. We are on Anchor. You can listen to us on Spotify, on Breaker, Radio Public, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, and Bullhorn. You can listen to us every week. We are downtown sports, and we are where sports come home. But for now, east to the east, Jonathan Perriente saying goodbye.